It's Friday night, and what are we going to do? Not go out, not go to parties. You and I are going to hang out, and we are going to record a podcast for our fans tonight because we are dedicated and incredibly unpopular. And I appreciate your enthusiasm about what is ultimately a sad statement. Yes. But if you scope positive and you sway it nicely, you can make, you know... We're still hanging out. Yeah, exactly. You know what? It's I, I was just playing Little Nightmares. How is the that? The video game before you got here. Uh, we'll, let's, why don't we talk about it during That's the podcast? That's a good idea. Um, and, you know, playing that game by myself on a Friday night didn't feel good. So I'm really glad you came over. I'm here to swoop in. <laughs> so we've who's got... the best swooper out there? Is it Falcon? Is it <laughs> is it Falcon Junior? <laughs> Let's just say it's Falcon. Who swoops the best? Because I have no idea what you're. Ta- Are you talking about a bird? Yeah, like Vulture or a winged pop culture character. Who swoops the best? Mm. It's got to be Batman, probably. Hot girl. Uh, okay. Yeah, hot girl. Hawk oh, I thought you were saying a hot girl. No, hot. Hawk girl, yeah, that's a. I've never seen her without her mask. Is she hot? Well, in the WB show, she's not bad. Is that Legends of Tomorrow? Oh no, it's a. It's. I mean, that show is bad, but I'm just saying she's she's a beautiful woman. So more Hawk girl discussion coming your way soon. No, don't worry about it. Hey everybody, what we actually have coming your way on the Random Fandom with Brandon Brandon podcast. We've got some discussion about some movies. I went and saw The Dark Tower. I did not. Brandon didn't. So we're. I'm just gonna. Go over Tread some lightly. brief. Yeah, yeah, there's not much I mean, spoilers. You there, really so. should. You should know that obviously there's more to come. So it's not like it ends. It's the end Maybe, all be all. Because it wasn't. It did. It's not making the money that they expected. Well, that's and true. At least if they had their way. And the reviews aren't very good. Right. So we'll, I'll, I'll get into that, uh, and I'll get but into we, whether I've, those reviews are justified. Kind of know the story from the book. So if you know the story, I never from read the, the book. I think I dabbled for them. <laughs> dabbled for them. You dabbled. dabbled? I dabbled You're like, in the Dark Tower five, series. And then I'm going to go forward to number 26. <laughs> One, two, skip and a then, few. <laughs> um, no, there was like a summer where I think I read some of them. You know, back when reading okay. was something we did before video games kind of ruled our lives. Yeah, I and never then, did that. Yeah. After Dark Tower, we, we're going to just go over some TV stuff. You Netflix and I both watched a couple of Netflix. Stuff. Yeah, Netflix stuff. We got our net fix of Netflix. Y- y- yes. Yeah. Then we're going to talk some games. I just mentioned Little Nightmares, so I want to throw that in there, actually. I'll just give you a little... I'm, I don't know how... I've, I'm a five hours in, maybe. Yeah. And so nothing is going to keep your attention like year-old, three-month-old, five-month-old games, let's face it. But that just speaks to the fact there's so many games, sometimes you, we can't be current, always. Yeah. Well, and speaking of which, uh, Tekken is fairly recent. I can talk about that. Sure. I do have that. And then you and I both play overwatch continuously yes and uh there's a recent release the summer games oh uh, yeah like kind of a update. retread but also updated version of what they did last year but we'll get into that a little later and also in response a few weeks ago we had our own personalized cohesive opinion of the top 10 comic book movies right i gave my 10 you gave your 10 yep. We had a little disagreement about the top spot. You can go back and listen. But actually, we got a little bit of response, and they said, well, what about the top 10 worse? Again, it was not easy, but we put our all the names in the hat out there, and then together we whittled down a top 10. It actually brought us closer together, even though there was some division There was some it. disagreement, but... A little dissension. Spoiler alert, we hugged at the end of it. <laughs> and that's what matters most. It was a top <laughs> 10 hug, too. You know, before we actually get into the movies, TVs, and games... And all that stuff. We have to 
I, I know it's kind of one of those annoying things. We have to thank our fake sponsors. Sometimes we get to and we're excited about it. Sometimes it's a chore. But hey, you know what? They paid their money. Yeah. They can sponsor it. It's their call. The one that you were, were, were bringing to us, I, I kind of... Yeah, I had a little apprehension. Really you want to just get it out of the way? Yeah, why don't you why don't you just Okay, I'm gonna make the I'm gonna spin this as positively as I can for All what right. might be perceived as kind of a uh It's an unpopular yeah, event. It's off color, you yeah. would say. <laughs> That's funny to us because we know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Anyways, guys, check out the KKK 3K fun run. It's happening this Sunday at the Swampstead Fairgrounds in Arkansas. And with every registration, you get a free white t-shirt. It's the third annual KKK 3K fun run. Join the fun. As you run around a cornfield two times for approximately 1.87 miles, entry fee is only $13, and all proceeds support intolerance and racism. Stay afterwards for the festivities, which include um, hot dogs, the crowning of a new grand dragon, chili, discussion on the preservation of the white Anglo culture, beer, light beer, and a presentation on the advancement of familial-based marriage and so much more. And what is going to be the best thing about all this, well, if you're a music fan, check out this lineup. White Stripes, White Snake. Oh, here I go again. Your headliner is White Zombie. And there's going to be sheet music performed by the all-star Mississippi, even though this thing's in Arkansas, 14-year-old third grader <laughs> symphony. That's right. These 14-year-olds, they play the best third grade symphony sheet music ever. It's the, it's the, damn it. It's the KKK 3K fun run. It's a race you'll want to run to help the right race run this country again. I'm not uh, endorsing them. I'm just... I mean, I feel like we kind of are. Yeah. Uh, we, we could have said no. But, but I mean... Who are wrote, we to say They no. wrote us that $25 check. Yeah. Exactly. And what are we going to say? No And they gave us a free white t-shirt. Check? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's the way it is. Why don't we actually get a little lighter? So maybe your uh, sponsor that you're bringing to us today is a little more on the um, less controversial side of things. Well, you know you say. what it is, um, and I and I apologize. I didn't uh, let you you know send this to you ahead of time. Um, so if you have any questions, just just let me know. But actually, this sponsor is Turkey Jerky. I love Turkey Jerky. Oh, you've used a service. I don't think the food is a service. No, uh, this is turkey jerky prostitutes. See, you can fly a Turkish woman to your home for some jerky. See what I'm saying? See? A little hand motion there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they, they won't go all the way, but you are guaranteed to leave satisfied and sleepy. Turkey does always make me sleepy. Yeah, me too. That's, that's why I, I hate Thanksgiving. I'm confused. No, well, I have family in Turkey, and when I go there to see them... To celebrate Thanksgiving, I always get jet lagged, and I'm tired all the time. And I'm really confused. Turkey jerky, turkey jerky prostitutes. dot com. dot com. Sure. <laughs> are they Turkish themselves? Yeah. Oh, okay. These are some really upstanding moral stuff we have coming our way. <laughs> what would you expect? Would you expect anything less here on the Random Fandom podcast? Uh, well, I know you might be disappointed from our if previous so. episodes that. You shouldn't expect anything more anything than what you just goes. heard. Anything goes. So why don't we get into it? Let's get right long into it. Headlong? Headstrong. By Back off. I'll take you on. Uh, let's get into movies. I pushed down that lead singer, by the way. Interesting story. I'll tell you more about it later. No, wait, wait. I want to hear this now. Okay. So I went to go see a band I really like called Nonpoint. 
Yes. Uh, do you remember them? Yeah. And they were performing here at the Phoenix Theater, a great little skate park movie theater. It's not a movie theater. It was a movie theater at one point. It was, yes. And they okay. made an indoor Sorry. skate park slash concert venue. And it's totally a dumpy old place, but it's got charming character. Hopefully there's one just and like it in your town. And a ton of graffiti. Yeah. And I went to go see Nonpoint, and I went with some coworkers, and I really liked Nonpoint. And then there was this opening band nobody cared about, but I couldn't deny they had a good sound. And they introduced themselves as Trapped. So I was like, I knew them before they got sure. popular. Kind of <laughs> cool deal. I didn't oh, know wow. them by Aren't you special? Well, obviously, that's why I'm doing a podcast on Friday night with some nerd. And <laughs> that's you. Oh. When Nonpoint came out, the band Trapped came out and started moshing with everyone. And the lead singer was being an aggressive dickhead and really? shoving everyone. And sure enough, he bashed into me and my friends with an elbow. And we, we were on like that. You're on the rim of the, the rim. Pit. That's the yeah, word. Yeah. No, so I'm not exactly wanting to be in there. About. And then of course he's trying to be like, come on. And like, he just like hit me right upside the face with a flailing limb. You know, and I'm in my early twenties. So I was like, okay. And I just went and shoved his ass down and it was awesome. And then like his friends had to help him up. And then he was just like, but he didn't like get mad. He was just like, that's no, the because that's, that's, that's what, what he was looking for. And, yeah. Exactly. But I was, you were actually pissed. Yeah. I wanted him to be hurt. And when you were in your early 20s, you were a bigger guy. Oh, much bigger. Yeah. So you pushed him with some girth. Oh, yeah. And he it. was not a big dude, too. So yeah. I knocked the guy from trapped on his ass. Look at him now. Look at me now. Who got the better <laughs> of that exchange? I, I'm I'm going to say you did. Obviously. Well, I'm glad you t- told us that story. It is random. Um, Now? Now. Let's get into movies. Brandon, we tried to find the time and place to go see this movie together, as we like to do, not only for the sake of our friendship, but this podcast. I wasn't able to make it, and I got to tell you, based on the reviews of The Dark Tower and the buzz about it in general, I yeah, wasn't... Yeah, you didn't seem very sad that you couldn't see it. Yeah. And it's weird, because with a pedigree like this, it's an adaptation on a Stephen King novel. It's got... But not all... That's, that in itself is kind of Is that, is like, air quote when I say adaptation? Well, yes, actually, because apparently, and I'd, I'd never read any of the Dark Tower books, but apparently this is sort of this uh, weird mesh of a few of the different books. I've heard that. Yeah, they, they kind of cross-platform Yeah, they them. didn't like take book one. Apparently, book one is pretty slow and bad. In fact, actually, I believe... And there's eight all total? Three, yeah, so the first three books, there, or at least maybe it's in the first book, uh, there's a note from Stephen King saying, I know this is hard, but like get stick thr- with it. Yeah, get through the first three because then it gets good, really good. After such that. A, Isn't that weird that he so had awesome, to write though. that himself? But it was one of his first books. I think maybe it was his first book that he was writing. Certainly his first series, it would seem. And so uh, apparently he was pretty new at it and recognized that come book three that. Well, actually, come book four, that the first three were really not that good of reads, but at least they set up this whole universe. So I get why they had to switch around the story for this first movie. Sure. But the question is, did it work? Um, I I, I wonder, and that's op- <laughs> open to interpretation. Well, but I know. certainly numbers, which you know, movie studios look at, would probably suggest not. It was a very just like. It's like the lowest possible numbers you could do and still be number one, which just speaks to the fact that this past weekend is a really slow box office. Yeah, they. I they think this movie's release... going to come in horribly under budget. I would imagine. 
Because it looks like well, it was big budget, and it only like made eighteen million. And it's been in production for a really long time. Yeah, and it's got you know look at like the, ten year type thing. Yeah, you look at the co bill. The first two names, Matthew McConaughey and, and Idris, Idris Elba. Elba. Yeah, both awesome. And um, you know that they require quite a bit of money to to get them on board. Could only imagine, especially if the script was never that strong. And it just seemed like I don't know, maybe. And this isn't exclusive to just this movie, but it seemed like to me that maybe they're already showing you their hand before you know they play their cards in this uh, the commercials. They almost seem like, yeah, I bet those are the best parts of the movie. I guess they are maybe some of the better parts of the movie, but I, I feel like I feel like the trailers were just snapped together to make it look like, hey, this is a cool action-packed movie, and it's really not. It's got a lot of dialogue, from what I understand. It does. Yeah. And I don't think that that sells a lot. You know, again, our new online Bible for knowing if a movie is what we judge it by now. Anyways, Rotten Tomatoes. I should say. Rotten Tomatoes. Only got an 18%. Yeah. Uh, just it, as a point of reference, that's three percentile higher than this summer's crappy installment of Transformers, you uh, know, which was a bomb, finally. Uh, it always does good overseas, but I'm talking, you know, here in the States. I just... I don't know if I'm going to go see a movie. I really want it to be better than that. And of course, that's open to well, interpretation. But, right. And I'd hate to keep harking back on this, but if I'm throwing down, you know, 10, 11 bucks it takes to go see a show, I want to know that it's better than that. But you go from 18% on critics, but then you go to 60%, which is technically fresh, right? Because I think 60, technically. anything 60 and above is considered fresh. On Rotten Tomatoes, I think. Am I right on that? I believe so. Oh, yeah. It and I can see I can see why because and I'll, and I'll give you a rundown. I went with uh, two other people. When we walked out, we were talking about the movie, and all I could say were some pretty negative stuff about it. And the two I went with were defending the movie. They were like, "We don't see why you're so negative on this movie." It sounds like you and me. I know. Oops. Well, and and then I actually thought about that. And it wasn't, here's the hard part about this movie. I was arguing that the structure of the movie was really slow at certain parts. And then there was really good action sequences, but they were just very few and far between. And in fact, it took a really long time to get to any of them. That exact thing you're saying reminds me of kind of some of the problem I had with Rogue One. Like there's only two really big action scenes. Right. My voice just cracked. You're going through puberty. I'm trying. But no, you're right. that's that's sort of the problem is um there's a lot of just like if you, filler in between if if it like. feels like filler and in this movie it did with rogue rogue one i actually thought the dialogue was okay and it was still building a little bit of that world sure here i just there's just too much presented to you without an any sort of backfilling of why things are the way they are and so they had all of this time and all of this dialogue with very little action and you still kind of walk away going, yeah, but who is the man in black? Why is he doing what he's doing? Who is this gunslinger? Why is he doing what he's doing? Why is he trying to stop him? Where, where are, are all the other, other gunslingers? Are worlds or and, dimensions? How do they kind of uh, uh, I mean, frame how, it in this one? I think worlds. But apparently, there's all these worlds, and in the center of it all is the Dark Tower. And so Matthew McConaughey's character, who's the man in black, he... Um, is trying to destroy the Dark Tower. And so you're just like, but why? Why? What's his motivation? And you don't feel that. And then you also don't really feel 
the history of the world and I feel like it's there and it's rich and they just don't go into it. And so you can feel that there's just so much from the books that's just not being said and glossed over. So I think we've spent a fair amount of time with something we're not really going to spoil together, but without uh, giving away any particulates, give me one reason I should see this movie. Give me a reason I'm better off not seeing it. Okay. The action sequences, some of them are pretty cool. They're almost Matrix, Matrix-like, Okay. which made me just want more. And so the reason I would tell you not to see it is because it is sort of a boring movie and you could probably spend an hour and a half watching porn and definitely leave much more satisfied. Get some turkey jerky. (laughs) Cool. I think that helps me form my own opinions. I'm not horribly motivated one way or another, but you know what does really excite me, kind of unlike The Dark Tower, is Future Promises. And we know that we have been guaranteed an appearance by Cable in the upcoming Deadpool sequel. And uh, I don't know what medium, probably Instagram or Twitter, but Josh Brolin has shared some pictures of himself online in full Cable regalia. Yeah, just a little bit of a leak, two pictures. Yeah. And one of them's a close-up of his face, and one of them is of his And you see his metallic arm. Yeah. So what did you think of it? I think it's a picture. And it's really hard to tell. Uh, yeah. my, the only impression I got was, okay, I can clearly tell that's Josh Brolin. And he looks a little small for, for Cable, but that's fine. I don't really care about that when it actually push comes to shove. Right. I agree yeah. with you. Because in a movie adaptation, not everybody can be bulked out like the comic book characters are. So Exactly. So Unless they make them just CGI. Which, like they did Colossus in Deadpool. Which, which actually that turned out okay, but then you look at, um, but that would be a, for instance, so, but even, even in, in the Deadpool movies, he did look, he looked good actually. Like it was fine being a hundred percent CGI, mm-hmm. but I feel like with cable, when you're mixing human and he's just got some pieces of his body that are more machine, I, I would say it's a good idea not to do a hundred percent CGI and look at what uh cyborg looks like in bad and yeah in the new justice league in the trailers he just looks bad so i'm glad we're not getting that in deadpool i'm fine with it i can't wait to see uh, his arsenal that was always my my favorite part of him is that big plasma rifle looking thing and of yep. course yeah his his cyber eye i'm really curious to see what kind of personality he's going to bring to this Gr- i i just see the word gruff coming to mind yeah cable is a little bit grizzled and kind of a no bullshit kind of guy and then when you have deadpool which is a all bullshit kind of guy he's an animaniac that has swords basically oh, nice yeah he is. yeah he's a murderous animaniac he's just goofy and I kind of feel like the whimsical. animaniacs were already pretty murderous <laughs> they do live in a tower yeah they have to be kept away <laughs> from society so yeah see that's a great show Let's switch gears to this smaller screen, because that's all we got from movies. And we're just talking about two Netflix original shows, and it's our TV discussion. Netflix. I've heard of it. Yeah, we've talked about it. We're both subscribers. They don't sponsor us, so we're not just doing this uh, to butter their balls. But But, hey, if they're listening... 25 bucks, that's all it takes. Yeah. Write us a check. 25 listeners, that's a dollar a listener. You can't beat that value. <laughs> you can't beat that. Gosh darn. Uh, Castlevania, what'd you think of it? Yeah, so you saw this and you were like, go watch it. It's four episodes. Literally, yeah. It's going to take and like 80 minutes of your time. It is good. I like 
I'm not used to that sort of animation. It's got a, it has like that Japanese look, but it's very American feeling. Yeah. You know, it, there's not long dramatic pauses. Like, huh? Uh, and the dialogue was is great. The dialogue's good. The voiceovers are good, and they actually have some clever, almost movie-like writing in it. Yeah, very, very um, astute. Like these these little bit of. I'm trying to think of how to say it. Something that you'd normally don't get out of a cartoon, but little subtleties of facial expressions that they'll actually throw in there. And I'm like, oh, that's actually, that was pretty good for for an animation. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it does go very, depending on where you look at the, the history, but it goes hand in hand with the basic story that's been set up by its source material. See, I don't remember the story much at all i mean it's been so long it's dracula it's the beaumonts he's got a whip and he's i remember got to defeat that. the creatures yeah. on his way to defeating dracula but that's the basics but it really kind of gives a just in the quick little four episode this is like the ep before the full album release you know this is just like the little right like a four track hey this sample. is what we're about yeah. and because it's only four episodes at a half hour piece or something or 22 minutes like, yeah it's like 23 minute runtime for each episode except the last one was a few extra minutes uh it's gory it's yeah. violent. It's it's actually cr- funny at times. It's it's got good like humor. the bar fight thing. That's exactly the like it was the scene that comes to mind. Yeah, it was funny. And uh, this time it's not Simon, but probably one of his descendants or younger relatives, but Trevor Beaumont. Uh, it's got very cool period implications of like oh, you gross. know basically. You already said it was bloody. It, oh, thanks. And uh, <laughs> don't derail me here, bro. Uh, derailed was a movie with Jennifer Aniston, Clive Owen, and Exhibit. Nobody cares. Nobody should. I really like how fast moving this is. I like what you're kind of mentioning earlier about this being it's four episodes and it's setting up a greater story. Can't wait it's for literally a there full on season. Yeah, it's literally literally there to get us excited. And uh, for after those first four episodes, I was like, you know what? Pretty good. I I would watch any season going on after that. Yeah, and more. So good job, Netflix. Um, whip out season two as fast as you can, please. Assuming the quality stays intact. Another Netflix original show, moving on from that, that's not animated, uh, that kind of just snuck up on me. Of course, Netflix promotes their own stuff, so it's of like... Of course. But I was just like, oh, let's see what this is about. I genuinely thought, based on the fact that uh, Ozark is starring Jason Bateman, I'm like, oh, probably a funny show. Not at all. No, and it's weird seeing Jason Bateman basically play a financial version of Walter White. Yeah, he's like good, things- though. He's good at it. He was like, a great straight man in this. I'm actually really curious to see how this, not only this, I'm not done with the season. I know you are. So let's not go into too much detail. No but, problem. Um, I'm, I'm probably a little bit more than halfway through, but I'm really curious to see how this changes the main character. Cause you've already seen within that first half of season, his mindset is changing. Yeah. And this guy's not going to fight his fights with weapons or, or with, strength with smarts. Yeah. And just no, tight knowledge of his craft and ways to manipulate that and ways to leverage that against people. And based on the first episode, that first episode, you know, when they're in Chicago and you know, all that stuff happens, I was like, Whoa, what's going on here? And then I didn't expect them to wind up in Mm -hmm. basically the Ozarks of Arkansas, Mississippi. I don't know. Someplace where there's a three K fun K (laughs) three K -K -K -K. fun run. Uh, Anyways, without spoiling much or anything, really uh, you should check out the show. If you want a, I mean, it's not. It's gritty. It's very gritty. It's, uh, it's it's still about family, oddly enough, but it's about this family. And how much will family who, stay together? Yeah, and, and they all know what's going on. Very um, much like a, a Breaking Bad. Yeah, after a while, they like all know what's going on. And This one's more upfront, like, hey, 
our lives are all in jeopardy, so we're not going to BS you. Yeah, and there was like a few episodes of an attempt to keep a, a shroud of secrecy. And yeah, then so we're eight. not. That's not too much of a spoiler. No, not really. But, uh, but it's interesting to see the family dynamic after this has happened, where everyone knows that this thing is happening, but they all just have to live with it. And it's it's got some g- generic stuff like the feds are in town and like you know yeah. they're undercover and hey, we know this. Talk to us and get your witness protection. And it almost feels like some of the people, the townsfolk, are a little stereotypically presented you know being that they're in the ozarks so what what are you thinking of this show so far yeah i really do like this show because it does remind me so much of breaking bad and i'm really curious to see how marty marty what marty bird marty bird i want to see him take the walter white path i want to see him just kind of be a nice guy that's driven into this criminal world where he has no choice but to become a part of it and in this case, it includes the family a little bit more than Breaking Bad. Very much so. He's not so on I'm, his own as much. And so I'm curious to see how that dynamic changes as the season and as the seasons go on. I like it. I'm looking forward to more. You know, it's funny is we, a few weeks ago, did our own personal top 10 uh, Netflix original series. Having just had this one now. Um, Would you put it on there? Yeah. It'd be like 10.5. It'd be right there. <laughs> then so, it wouldn't j- be on there. Well, it it would be interchangeable with number All like right. uh one of the one of the the lower on the list. Yeah, I would definitely probably put it at my number ten or nine. I'm I'm really digging the show and I'm excited for you to finish it and maybe we can do a you know, a more in depth breakdown once yeah. we're all caught up. And that's all we really had for T V unless there's anything I'm missing. Oh, I'm watching Breaking Bad uh, Breaking Bad. Good. I'm watching Stranger Things again. Why not? Especially leading up to season well, yeah. two. Well, uh, my girlfriend's never seen it. And we wanted, I wanted her to be ready so that we both can watch it for season two in October. Yeah. And uh, I'm watching it a second time. And there's things that you notice, little things that that they they hint at that you just didn't catch. Right, because you didn't the know beginning. what was coming. Because you didn't know it was coming. Yeah, I love and the I second And I like watch. when you're watching it. Through. Did you watch it a second time or no? I've, I've watched a few episodes, but so not like Just it's... watching it all the way through, I'm like, I'm like, oh that's why they did that or oh that's what that sound is or just whatever those little things are so that's that's nice that is cool and that's what i'm doing i know we've pledged uh not to talk about until this season's wrapped up how good is game of thrones this game season? of thrones is getting really good did I you did, watch this I did past watch the last two. holy shit six yeah that it, last scene not gonna say anything because we'll talk about it let's it as just a, say it was a, a really cool battle it was amazing and it left me literally with goosebumps they know now that they're beyond the books and they are writing their own stories they could just write these epic battle scenes and they're taking advantage of they it. they really are and they know that being that it's a shortened season every scene has to count yeah even and it more does. so they're and it does a good job. everything is impactful yeah. can't wait to break it all down as a whole only three weeks left this season and yeah. this uh coming episode figures to be a a whopper of an Ooh, episode 99 cent whopper <laughs> right on cool well uh let's move on to video games the favorite thing for us to do with our hands yeah second yeah favorite yeah brandon you have gamefly which i gave up on quite a while ago so why don't you tell me i don't blame you yeah it's got its frustrations as we've well documented tell me what you're even retroactively catching up with your two game rental agreement (laughs) little nightmares which i talked about a little bit and it got really good reviews when it was out yeah and uh and tekken 7 which also got good reviews and is actually selling 
incredibly well. Right. Here's my issue with Tekken, though. Okay. Tekken 7, I'm playing it, and I cannot get into it. This is... And I, Tekken's my fighting game. It's like, out of all of the games, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Tekken was just that one that Killer I... Killer Instinct? Nope. That I just... <laughs> I, I adhered myself to it, and I was good at it. I think Tekken is my favorite fighting franchise as well. Yet there's something... Tekken 3 and Tekken Tag were almost like interchangeably yes. my well, favorites. Well, Tekken Tag was amazing for me. I, I, I love that game. And I got really good at it. And so I was really looking forward to Tekken 7, and there's just something... like The, the story if, is just dumb. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this not the first time they've done a story? Maybe they did with... No, they, they've done stories before. Yeah, okay. absolutely. But in this, but more so than just like, oh, here's your character's arc at the end when you beat the final bad guy, right? They actually, it's yeah, like a no, progressive story, yeah, which seems to be the way fighting games are pretty much doing it now, right? If you look at like Injustice and Mortal Kombat, and probably some others, and it's always hard to put a good story together in a fight where game. you have to find a reason for every character like, to fight every character, fighting? and so this story is just weird. It's, I don't know how else to explain it. It's very Japanese. Sure. Just the way that everything plays out, and there's it's just not my style. Not my. I just I can't follow it, and I ended up just skipping it, and ultimately I just stopped playing it because the fighting is not anything new to keep me going. The story is definitely not keeping me going. So I feel like I'm on the. I feel like I'm a minority here because. Yeah, it's got really good reviews, and like you said, majority, it is selling well. Yeah, a majority of the people are saying it's good. I just can't get into it. No, that's fine. You so that doesn't make it a bad game per se, but just no, it's, it's not just my review. Yeah, not anything that's gonna you're gonna any reason for you to hold on to this game probably much longer. Yeah, but you know, uh, on Who's the your other favorite Tekken character, by the way, whether just someone you really like or something. Harangue. Harangue has always been my. Oh, guy. the kicker. Yeah, he's yeah. always been my guy. Uh, me too. He's my number one. Uh, I think a close second that for me that gets a lot of slack. Flack, uh-huh. whatever the proper term is. Uh, Yoshimitsu, I love that dude. He's and is every, he, does he make an appearance? In oh this yeah, one? he uh, every game, and he's yeah. always different looking. Yeah, and, and he's cool looking in this. They've um, had some horrible characters of the year, but what fighting franchise yeah. has and so, good stuff. Yeah, so I know that was a little bit negative, but on the flip side of it, uh, I am playing Little Nightmares, which is sort of an indie title, uh, and it's it's definitely side-scrolling yeah it's not a artistic. big business triple a no, title no, no, no. but it's it very much reminds me of inside that's some of the comparisons i've heard as well Be, i mean it's just very similar style and i'm not saying it's similar art but it's artistic sure. in the same way it's in it, it's it's artistic and it's in a very unique way that you haven't really seen in any game i follow you and but in the end it's just a puzzle platformer like any other but in a creepier sense. Uh, really, there's not much more to go into that. I don't I, I don't know. I'm, I'm several hours into the game. I still don't really know what's happening. I'm just you're just this little tiny creature who is what you I don't know. I think it's a boat because things sort of rock back and forth. but you're just kind of going from room to room and there's these larger creatures that are creepy who are just doing their thing, but they're always there capturing you. and I have no idea what's happening. Without saying anything. That would ruin it for you. I do know how this game ends, and I really? think there's a there's a cool little twist coming your way, as you would probably suspect. There's got to be I, something. I'm, oh, really? Well, how how did you how did you come about that? Just watching videos or something? Mm-hmm. 
because you knew you weren't going to play it yourself. Yeah, I wasn't so, getting around to it, but I, I still wanted to kind of experience yeah. it. I think that's cool that you do that when you're like, I'm, I know I'm not going to play that whole game, so I'm just going to Twitch it or, or YouTube it and and get a feel for it. It's an experience of sorts, even if it's through someone else's And you watch eyes. the gameplay? Yeah. yeah. seemed like it'd be something I would play. When you have limited time, it's exactly. hard to... It's hard to pull a title like this and say, I'm going to spend eight hours playing this this one title Pretty when much. there's all these other games pulling at you. But right now, there's not much. We're kind of in this lull it's in for the video lull. games. Yeah, so, exactly. So it was actually a good time for me to get this. Makes sense. I think I'm going to uh, retroactively go back and play some of my old Telltale games and maybe play Resident Evil 7 again. Um, the Batman Season, two's season out 2 just came out. Do you play Season 1? I'm playing season oh, are you? one. Yeah. How do you like it? I really do like it. What, uh, what episode are you on? Uh, I think two. I heard I'm the still... first episode was kind of slow and not very good, but the second one was getting... It's starting to really pick good. up. Yeah, I would agree. Anyways, fun little retroactive play. That's yeah. a cool thing about video games. They don't age out. You know, some do. Yeah, if you can, anytime c- you play it, yeah. you're still experiencing Especially it. Especially if it's something you're just popping in your, your box for the first time. That sounds awkward. But, yeah, that sounds like a weird attempted virginity joke. So let's quickly talk about Overwatch because that's who we are. No surprise here <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, what are you thinking of these new summer games? I think Doomfist is really annoying. I do. Are always talking about <laughs> Doomfist. Yeah, I, like I hate that. him. I, I straight up hate that character. I don't understand why you'd hate that character. I have many reasons, I mean, you, none of which I expect people to understand or I, that makes sense. I understand sense. it's very annoying when suddenly you die and you're like, why did I just you die? You just hear the charge. But yeah. the thing is, it requires no precision. Like some of the ways, so, like if you watch the person's kill cam, like that didn't even come close to me and yet I'm dead. He insta-kills a 200 character with that charge, the left trigger. His, Def- yeah. his fire is way too powerful. Yeah, but you only get four shots. Yeah, but you can kill someone like quick and playing him playing against him i i just don't like him especially some people have already like got him down it's incredibly frustrating but playing him and i'm sure it will come with time but i don't even really want to let it develop uh-huh. i'm he's so clunky for me i just like i, I see you, i once some people can gracefully whole, float around yeah, the and, whole point is that he's a combo character yeah i i'm just not down you with know you uppercut you Zoom. He's punch, the closest thing to like uh, juggling now in fighting games. How you can juggle someone. I'm like, okay, all of a sudden I'm stunned, and now he's yeah. hitting me, and then he's charging me, and then he's shooting me. I just. But here's the other side of it. He's actually a pretty weak character. He is. He has to get close in order to make a kill. He's great in like a hallway but, or a big melee. But, but if if you have a soldier or a bastion or any anyone who's just a a good offense character, I mean, they can take him out in no time. I'll say the best part about him is he's got some cool skins. Yeah. And but to answer your question, this or to back to your point, anyways, the summer—I just had to get that off my chest. Sorry, the summer games, uh-huh. uh, 2017 edition, because last year it was all coinciding with the Olympics. Uh, this year it's back with all the unlockable, or now the stuff that's been locked out since last year right. when it ended is now and then unlockable. More unlockables. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's good stuff. There, I actually really like the skins this time. Oh, they're way more than last time. They're 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 smoking hot. Yes, you're talking Widowmaker. No, 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 actually. <laughs> She's in a bikini. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I think the best one for me, that one that I would actually spend 3,000 credits on, uh-huh. which is ridiculous, but I, I get why they do it. It's yeah, but you sh- earn the credits. It's not like you're paying him with your own money. I mean, you don't, you could, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. But I think the Mercy one is hot to trot. That one's legit. I actually really like the Reaper one. He, Reaper that one's orange cool. color. I've, orange is my favorite color. So when I see that, I'm just like, that's a 
cool outfit. I, I if I Wait, do not win that one. What's his regular color though? Like Reaper. Black. So you're saying orange is the new black. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay, I see Thank where you're you. going with that. Anyways, fun stuff enough to just make you I mean, they they know how to keep the wheel turning yeah. even a year and months later. Pretty and Lucio cool stuff. Ball's back. Yeah, that is fun. That's always fun. Frustrating when you lose at the last second. Remember when we lost the other day with like literally 1.5 yeah. seconds left? I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, and then I actually saw something online where the developer, uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but the the, the lead guy uh, was talking about how they're bringing Deathmatch. Finally. Into this yes. Uh, apparently it's available on some some PC versions of it or something. I don't know exactly. Already? Oh. Yeah, I've heard I, Okay. some people are actually playing it. I don't know if they're beta testers or Probably what. Probably beta, I would assume. Yeah. But I'm really thankful for that. I, I like the idea, but then I don't. Because then it means that there's a, some specific characters who are going to be good at it, but then there's no point in being a healer at all. Right. Um, so there's... And there's just certain characters that no one will be. So you're going to have... I don't know. You're going to have maybe 10 out of those 22 or whatever characters being played all the time. Yeah, I see definitely some. Which that, is still better than any Call of Duty game or other, you know, any other deathmatch game that you play. I hope they develop it in a way that works for this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not just a standard like 10 v 10 and then just everyone. Blah, blah, blah. I trust them. Yeah, I, I'm really excited. I think that's a, a sorely needed game mode just to help freshen things up. Yep. So that's pretty much all i've got for games uh just line and wait for i pretty much october i think destiny comes out in september i don't know if i'm gonna be uh the agents of mayhem comes out pretty soon so i'm waiting for october (laughs) that game does doesn't interest me yeah um at this point but yeah and i'll vicariously try it through you okay sounds good we're approaching our topic of the week it's based equal parts in comics and movies a couple weeks ago we did our individual top 10 best comic book based movies and actually we got a little bit of feedback like i had said at the top of the podcast asking what about the worst and there's some bad ones out there narrowing it down to just 10 uh was not easy so here's what we did we put our heads together yes so we laid them all out and we are only basing this just so you know we are only basing this on movies we both have seen and can say that movie sucked so there's some obvious choices that we just want to mention like catwoman Electra, Punisher, Warzone, uh, the that really Fantastic old, Four. yeah, like the late eighties, early nineties, yeah. uh, Fantastic Four, and Captain America. And we never saw them, so it's so like I might have seen one or two of them. You might have seen one or two of them, but collectively we have not seen them. So yes, if someone goes, "What about Catwoman?" That's a way worse movie. It's like we know, sure, but we know that, but we've never seen it. I don't want to speak to something I never spent the time with. Yeah. And you know what? Being that the perception was there so crappy, why would we want to go see them anyways, you know? Yeah, exactly. So we, maybe that we just, were one of the smart ones. Maybe that just speaks to the point of how bad they are, really. But now we have a top 10 about ones that we weren't very smart on and we saw somewhere throughout our lives. So what we did is we came out with the list together and then we individually listed them, kind of averaged it out, aggregated it to a consensus agreeable top 10. And we have some dishonorable mentions. Should we start with those first? Or no. Go? No? Okay. Let's end with those. Sure. So why don't you take number 10 of... Wait, wait. It's our topic of the week. Did you just interrupt yourself when you rec- when you realized that we didn't play the music yet? Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. 
Moo. <laughs> Remember that third grade joke? Yeah, no, I knew it was coming. So, was... so you did. You remain silent. I still hit you with the moo. Yeah, it uh, I was love hitting not you with the moo. Would you like to take the number ten? Can I take the least when offensive? Why do you take number ten? Well, I'll tell you because you said you watched it fairly recently. I did watch I it fairly recently. I have not seen it since I was a kid. So between those gaps in times, we have said that the least offensive yet still of the worst <laughs> is Howard the Duck. Believe it or not, if you didn't know, that's comic book based. It is weird to say. <clears throat> now, Do you know who? Um, what studio helped make that? Lucasfilm. Yeah, weird. Yeah, they even pay a tribute to themselves at the beginning of that movie. Did you notice that? No. They Did they show, do a Star Wars reference? They basically show Endor in the background yeah. when they're yeah. sh- span, spanning the galaxy and showing where like his duck planet is. Uh, Leah Lame. Thompson, hot in that movie. Okay. Um, Tim is that Robbins before or so after she does it with a duck. That was weird, right? There was some like weird yeah. sexual innuendo, rapey so, type so, things. So here's the thing. Weird this movie. movie on any normal top 10 worst comic book movies should be higher than number 10. But we put it here because uh, I, especially it's me, it's been a really long time. So you and couldn't I, necessarily recall kid, how bad it is. When it, I was a kid, I liked oh, it. Oh, of course. Because your brain cells are still developing. As <laughs> an adult, though, trust me. And all me. you see is this stupid ass looking duck here's the cool thing about this movie and this probably applies to everything on this list below it but you know how hollywood gets criticized oh nothing's original just a retread a rehash yeah they are not going to be remaking this movie anytime soon well you're saying that i'm saying that with a great amount of hope see i don't i'm sure they will because they are already teasing howard the duck and and all of these new marvel cinematic universe of of galaxy a couple times uh, yeah yeah, that's right. He was also numbered. And I think they're doing that on purpose. They're just, they're teasing him and they're kind of getting a feel like, what are people saying about that? Or are the message boards saying they want to see a, re- a rehash of it? And, and I don't think he's it, worth a full movie. But with today, like with the way that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going, this could be their just for shits funny. Like, one off. One off. What's number nine? I don't want to talk about All HTD right. anymore. So number nine is something that you and I saw together, and I remember walking out of that movie, and I was like, man, that movie's kind of sucked. I was hot And then on you it. were like, I am so angry, I am going to murder that director. I remember we both were unhappy, but you were incredibly unhappy I, about I, this I never movie. fainted murder, though, but yes. I, I, I saw it in your eyes. That. I saw it in your eyes. But X-Men The Last Stand. Really bad. It was really bad. And yeah. especially after you've you've brought us the X-Men 1 and then the X2, were both awesome movies. And then number three comes out, and not only do you just screw up everything that you've made in the past couple of movies, but you screw up the most iconic Phoenix story yeah, of and all it was, of X-Men. It was just shoehorned in there for like no reason. Yeah. And then they killed some of my favorite characters, and it was just it. Nothing yeah, had Cyclops gone right away. Oh, and that in that movie is where they screwed up the X Men franchise because where did they go from there? They can only jump yeah, back. They to killed the past, everybody off, pretty much. And so that's why, in order, ever since then, it's been really hard to yep, reclaim itself. They and had to go back in the past. The majority of those movies do speak to that point. And you know the the actual Dark Phoenix storyline has such a good, strong ending with Cyclops. And Gene yeah, fighting they, side by side, mm, yeah, literally like their last stand, 
And then they just take that entire thing out of here. He dies at the beginning of the movie. He got off, and then it written off this, really weakly, too. Yeah. It, it becomes this weird love story between um, Logan and yeah, Gene. And, and that's, that's not, not what it is. That's not what it is. And they, anyway. Basically, they took a saga and tried to fit it into like a 45-minute half-ass story arc. Yep. Yeah. It was so bad. So bad. bad, bad. That was one of the biggest fumbles. But that was a while ago. One of the most recent fumbles is number eight on our list, which is... Suicide Squad. Are you surprised? Some people be like, I would have it higher. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't without its its merits, but what a mess. You'll know know when we mention the bottom ones that you're like, okay, yeah, Yeah, it was better than those. It was such a mess. It just had no idea what it wanted to be. It was such a... Just, it was a mess. It was a cookie cutter movie where there was nothing original about it. And they had all this amazing marketing that they thought, oh crap, all this marketing is really good and people love it, but it's nothing like the movie. Let's go back and try to add some of that in there. And then you just get this weird mess of a movie that doesn't just know one giant what it mashup. is. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, there was no, there was no stakes. It was just a beam in the sky type movie. And if you want to hear more in depth, the reason as to why it's well warranted at the number eight position, go back and retroactively listen to our, full discussion on it from a year ago it, it came out last ago. august yeah yeah how about that still reeks so why don't you give us our number seven uh going back to the x-men universe sorry to say they're not all quality and this is probably the least of which uh x-men yes. origins wolverine such a bad movie i love the first 20 minutes of this movie or so um the opening scene is awesome when it shows him battling through time as the credits are rolling. Oh, yeah. You don't even remember yeah, yeah, yeah. that because the rest of it was so shitty. No, and that's the thing. I don't remember it. I mean, I remember... I, I when you to... say that, I remember him doing that a little bit in my mind. But honestly, I don't remember much about this movie except for what pissed me off the most, which are... The shitty CGI. What they did with Deadpool. Oh, yeah. At least that allowed them the chance to redeem it. Let's, let's face it. The one good thing about this movie, if they hadn't botched it as hard as they did, we probably wouldn't have gotten Deadpool last year with Ryan Reynolds. Sure. Probably not. But... We, but still, that I mean, doesn't that, excuse it. They literally had the right guy. They were like, "Hey, let's get Ryan Reynolds." He improper for this. usage, and yeah. then they just they and then Gambit was weak sauce. And Gambit's my favorite character. He's one of my favorite too. And, and I was very disappointed. And they barely even used him. He was pointless. They just put him on there to say, "Look, he's Be- here." Yeah, because he's a lot of people's favorite character. Leah Schreiber as uh, as Sabretooth. Yeah, it didn't really work. The guy who the wrestling guy who played him in the X Men movies, he was fine. That should have been the guy. Maybe because in the original X Men movie they gave him like two lines though. This time they wanted like yeah. character, so maybe he wasn't the right guy, but he had the right body. I guess it they should have used Leah Schreiber's voice and just dubbed it over something. I, yeah. I don't know. But this, ultimately the CGI was, was horrible. Bad. His claws coming out were like so it bad. Looked, I remember being in a like theater s- and I was like, Whoa, that looks horrible. No, it looks like someone did that on like Photoshop Pro on their computer for uh, like a YouTube yeah. video. It, yeah, it's it belongs on it's, this it's list. It's shitty, so that's why. It's, yeah, exactly. That's why it's here. and it's not getting any better here, folks. Number six, please. Now you know that is take. We just talked about how one of the the worst things about that movie was that it took good characters and screwed them up. And you know what movie did that even more so? Spider Man Three. Yeah, which I is actually, number six. We we had to list. discuss this one for a while. I'm uh, sorry. You 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 take you take one of the best villains in all of Spider-Man, and which is Venom, and you just completely screw him up and make him played by Topher Grace. Yeah, that's ah, pretty come on. with frosted tips, no less. And 
uh, you know, in the cartoons that we're used to, he's a monster. His voice when he's Venom, he, it like gets is, modulated, is is very unique. And they didn't even nope. bother trying. They just gave him the same voice. He was the kid from the it 70s show. It was really, really bad. Yeah. And, yeah. come on, the whole Oh, yeah, that's the obvious thing to point to in the emo sequence. and the dancing. How many dance scenes were there in that movie? I don't know. A couple? Yeah. This is like back in 2006, so we're not saying anything new, but just this movie sucks. Now, you were, you're, you're still like okay on this movie. I still think it belongs on the list. Don't do not get but me wrong. But you think it should be somewhere? I thought it should have been eight, nine, or ten. Yeah, like the, one of the least offensive of the bad. But you know what? I put it so far down mine that so we, we had this to is compromise our in the middle. This yeah. is our yeah. This yeah. is us compromising. Look at us like a good couple. Compromise. Oh, yeah, that's what friendships are. Yep. Well, you're stupid. Halfway and, down the list, <laughs> number five. Uh, this is only fan forstic. Fan. Yeah, it? the fantastic foursome. The new one, the 2015 movie, not not the old one. With uh, Miles Teller and Michael B. Jordan and one of the Mara sisters. What did it? What was it on Rotten Tomatoes? It was like... Like 5%. It was so bad. So, it should have been Tomatoes. 4%. That should have been so fitting. This is one of those <laughs> like deals. You know when you're out in public and you see a couple fighting, you're like, oh, they're fighting. That's awkward. This when was, you're in the movie theater, you're like watching this movie and you're like, oh, this is awkward. You, you can so see bad. literally the end result on the screen was the studio and the movie maker not agreeing exactly and then this just pile of garbage baloney. yeah it was and 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 it, it definitely had that full budget feel oh it was but the whole time you're like why is nothing happening why is nothing happening why is there no action and then and then the very very end and this is the, this is the same problem with dark tower now that i'm thinking about it is you have this entire story setting up everything but not even doing it well enough to justify having no action so it's slow and it's sort of boring until the end and you're like okay that was kind of cool why don't we get more of that yeah why why aren't we doing that well, here's what uh really kind of stunk about this movie is it made the other two from you know the previous attempts in the mid 2000s so much better. look better and those are still <laughs> yeah. bad themselves yeah They're, but nowhere near as bad no nah, stinky so. All right, we are on uh, you know we should have put that at number 4 just to be just, ironic yeah. but now we are actually on number 4 which this is, one could be higher too. It's Batman v Superman. It's so bad. It was now just, it was so. The bad. problem with this one, and, and our very first episode, I think, was a. That's a what our call to action was. Yes. Yeah, it was, we, we were, were talking so about obsessed. How just, bad this was that we like, were like, we have we to. We need to put this to thought. We have to give this to the public. Uh, they need to know. <laughs> it was, it was just so many pieces thrown together. It to had an make identity crisis. A movie, and it wasn't a movie. No, it, it really it, wasn't. It, it was a series of long vignettes over yeah. the course of two and a half hours, and the few parts of it that were good were not enough to they s- couldn't offset salvage. It. And that's the thing: uh, Wonder Woman actually coming in had no point, but no she point. was good in it. And uh, some of the fight scenes were okay, like they were action packed, and they were sort of like if you were to take those scenes and just put them in a fifteen or twenty minute fight scene, and then just release that on the internet, people would be like, "This is cool, Batman v Superman." But when you have to throw this crap, crap story together and it's so for a two and a half hour movie just, to surround them, it's not worth it. You could even tell. I remember when, I mean, we were so jacked up, even though I got a weird sense from the trailers this movie was going to suck. See, I didn't. I, I was all about it. No, but do you remember like even that first scene when he, like, he gets all Jesus-y ascending to heaven like with the bats, you know, taking him out? Yeah. I was just like, and we got the long, like drawn out, slow vignette yeah. style oh, yeah. Zack Snyder obligatory opening scene 
of his parents. And like, we know his parents were murdered in front yeah, of him. And we then, didn't need to see it again. No. And then well, I could, I would just, it never. I, I can't remember if I said this to you or if I thought it in my no, head, we, but when we, the bats came up, I, I we both I looked at each at, other. We looked at each other and we're like, is this, Do, what are we're you gonna... wrecked? Is, is that what you said? Uh, no, oh, okay, I, I said sorry. something different. I said, is this really what this is going to be about? Yeah, seriously. Anyway, we don't need we to get into it more. Anyway. Sorry. We're it, it deserves to be number four. Um, number three. Luckily, luckily I'm going to, even though we were very angry about number four, number three, two, and one, we're not angry about them. It was just like, we just they recognize just they're just shit. Yeah. We didn't have high expectations. Number three is Ghost Rider. What, what's Nicolas Cage doing around any comic book movie? Oh my God. And when he's catching on fire that first time. Yeah. And he's just being oh, that Nicolas classic Cage, overacting. And it's just this weird ass scene. And I was like, this is laughable. It, it, like, that's the word. I'm a, I, at the time I was like, I'm a, I'm a teenager, basically just an appreciation for geeky shit. And I could make a better movie than this. Oh, it, it was, that's the word. It was easy to mock. This yep. movie was just pathetic. It was really And bad. Ghost Rider is one of my favorite characters, dude. Like characters from back in the day when, you know, you would have your comic book box and you would keep everything in uh, sleeves and yeah. with the cardboard backing. I had a fat stack. Of course, like X-Men, Spider-Man were my largest chunk of my collection. Ghost Rider was right there too. Huh. I See, loved Ghost Rider. I never got into Ghost Rider. Oh man. The... The, the cycle and the chain and the look and the leather jacket. And they made him just look campy. It was bad. It was super bad. And you know what? Ghost Rider 2, the spirit of vengeance or Something whatever. Something like that. Never even bothered seeing it. Why was, the hell would I based on the first one? Was that Nick Cage again too? Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. And Man. I remember that one like probably even registered lower uh, on the critical reception. I don't but know how. Ghost Rider sucked hard nuts speaking of sucking hard nuts please number two number two is is daredevil oh my gosh that was a bad it, it had an it, it did ben some Affleck things is interesting popping up on this list so i know poor ben and he's yeah. a good actor he is yeah but he uh, took a payday with this one yes the bad guys jennifer were, garner the bad guys were so cheesy they, they mean batman's gallery from the adam west 1960 something show were more credible as bad guys than these bad guys yeah michael clark duncan as kingpin and Colin Farrell, an Academy Award winning actor. What are you doing, dude? Well, and this is, I think, As Bullseye. This one, and what was that movie uh, where he played like a king, um, where he had blonde hair? Oh, Alexander. Alexander. Those two movies screwed his career for a while. Yeah. He became a joke after those. No joke. Exactly. About what you said. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that was bad. There were some clever things in there. Like, I remember the scenes where. You you visually saw what he was hearing with the rain and stuff like that, and I remember thinking that was cool. But that's it. There's that's certain scenes it. in that that are just off the charts horrible. Very. Do you remember the seesaw like <laughs> scene with him and Electra? Uh, what were they doing? Even? I don't know. Is that like training uh, or they're like, like fighting awkward... on the playground with these kids right there? It was just. Weird. It was like flirt fighting. It was dumb. It was he was great. horrible, Matt Murdock. Fortunately, Charlie Cox. Uh, at the current yes in the netflix series has taken it and ran with so it. yeah like as bad as that was the ben affleck treatment of matt murdoch the opposite on the good side fortunately yes defenders coming out soon by the way so before yeah. we get to our number one now seems like a good time let's to, do our dishonor but let's let's do a watch mojo here oh uh, yeah in that yeah. in that same style uh iron man 2 iron man 2 is shit it really is not good people are like what no Go back and watch it again. It's there were some cool parts though, which is why it's not on this list. Right. But it's still not redeemable. It's still a decent worst a bad movie. scene of that movie. 
the house party where Tony Stark is being drunk, Iron Man DJing, and him and War Machine fight, and but don't somehow kill each other. And they realize that even in a drunken state, when they put their uh, arc reactor beams together, they make a huge explosion. Do you remember that uh, no. scene when he's See, like, once ag- yeah, once it was- again, shitty movies. I just don't remember them very well. Yeah. Iron um, Man 2, no good. Unless I'm very angry about him like I was with X-Men Apocalypse. Which is also on this <laughs> list. <laughs> because yeah. I, I was really looking forward to it. I was like, this looks good. And holy shit, do they fuck that one up? Not only in the story and in the writing, but the character Apocalypse, he's, he's supposed to be giant boring. and brooding. And, and they made him small They found a way to make wussy. this movie boring. It was really, really bad. And then they tried to shoehorn in the dark phoenix thing at the very end stop with that so bad yeah so i am you know they're they're taking the the next step is them actually taking the dark phoenix again and trying to do that the right way i do not have confidence that they can do it absolutely especially after this movie so yeah anyway what else is there characters we've mentioned uh play more than one uh point in case ryan reynolds Knocked oh, it out of the park. Yeah, he was on Green Lantern, but swung and missed as Green Lantern. But I don't think and, that was his fault. And Blade Trinity. Oh right, right. right. He was in Blade Trinity too, yeah. which is also on our. On so why don't we just mention those back to back? Mentions. Yep. Um, Green Lantern. No, uh, we have two movies here that I kind of disagree with because I like them, but we put them on there: Spawn and Dread. As some dishonorable mentions. We should say Judge Dread, not Dread the Carl Urban one. Okay, Judge Dread. Yes. yes. Good point. I, the Sylvester Stallone one. As a kid, I liked them both. Just but go I, back and watch but them. I they recognize, don't hold up. But I recognize that they weren't good movies, but I See, remember I'll still, liking them. I'll still them. go to bat for Spawn and say, yeah, I know it's not a good comic book movie, but I still kind of like it. The cape looked awesome and, in that movie. And uh, Violator, John Lee Anyway. So real quick, I, let's Rondor, run down that one more time. Iron oh. Man 2, X-Men Apocalypse, Green Lantern, Blade Trinity, Spawn, and Judge Dredd are disarmable ones. They're still bad, but not bad enough to crack the top 10. Okay. Okay. And that leads us to number one. Let's do it at the same time. Okay. Batman, Batman and, and Robin. Robin. Yeah. Come on. Bat nipples? Bat, yeah. Bat Co- butt, Coolio. Too, yeah. Like they the- made a point to show him, like, snugging his pants up. Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. So there is so much wrong with this movie. But number, number one is the director had no fucking clue what it takes to make a good quality Batman movie. Now, I I hear that he was told, let's make this for the kids, right? Let's make it sort of campy. And he everything is just neon I and saw ridiculous. it as a kid, and I just remember being like, this is yeah. weird. And that's the thing. If as a kid you're like, this is shitty, then you know it's a shitty movie because kids will like anything. Yeah. And I love kill puns, but they were even oh, so out of place and forced. The Mr. Freeze's were awesome. Yeah. But they were so forced and out of place. Yeah. Because they're basically saying, no, 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 it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Chill out. Yeah. It's Mr. Freeze playing Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. more than is Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> playing Mr. Freeze. Pretty much. And Mr. Freeze is cold, calculating, brooding, and a scientist. Not yeah, cold. Yeah. But he's very cer- cerebral. Yes. And, you know, he's driven by basically wanting to reunite with his love. Right. And... I love Mr. Freeze. I think he's an awesome character. I don't know what that was. It wasn't the Mr. Freeze that no. we all know. And Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy, it was it was it was uh, scraping. They were scraping for characters. And like, you know when the, the Power Rangers first go it's Morphin Time and they inevitably before they beat the the main monster of the episode, they have to beat the putties or like the you know the right. yeah, yeah. the 
There was a lot of those little bad guys. Yeah, they were, and they were like making noises and dancing around. It was, it was so campy. It was it like was weird. Like and, if the, I want a campy Batman movie, I'll go back and watch the the, old the Batman stuff, movie yeah. with Adam West again. or the show. Yeah, and and there's so just dumb. certain things in this. That it's like, do you think that's funny when he pulls out his Bat credit card? That like was stuff, so stupid. And then, and then it makes a ching sound and like what he, I remember that? as a kid going, why did they decide to put that? Yeah, in even there? Michael Bay is like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, and if Michael Bay can't figure out why you made those decisions, then that means you done messed up. You done messed up. So Batman and Robin is number one on all our time list. worst comic based movie. Yes. Imagine doing this again in twenty years. We might have some ones, but yeah. I like the direction comic book movies are headed in general. Me too. Quality. We're is getting up. a lot less bad movies. Yes. Well, if yeah. only video game movies could catch on, but ugh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's going to do day. it for our topic of the week. If yes. you have any disagreements, wouldn't you let us know? We'll tell you a little later how you can get a hold of us. But as we're closing down and kind of downshifting to our conclusion, it's time for one of two things, one right after the other. First of which, we're going to do Shadow of the Synopsis. And then afterwards, I will play you an awesome quote in geek history. You will. <laughs> I, I will. And the masses Just will watch. love it. So, so, Brandon, I'd like to read for you yes, this please. week's Shadow of the Synopsis. Right. And if you are playing along at home, yes. I'm going to read him anything that could be the story from a comic book, a TV show, a video game, anything Movie. that we know and love and have in common. Uh, we had a really good volley going, and we probably noticed, as you did too, maybe we are like, oh, we're being too soft on each other, yep. so we stepped up. Last week, I second-guessed myself and missed the littles, Yep. Uh, and I knew it. I just didn't say it. So I don't think this one's overtly hard. I don't think it's right. overtly easy. Yeah, let's see. I hope you can get it. Okay. So five years after the cataclysmic events at a mansion, a mutant monster and lab assistant created by the mad scientist, Dr. Fred, drinks toxic sludge from a river behind the laboratory. It causes him to grow a pair of flipper-like arms, develop really smart ambition, and a thirst for global domination. Despite Dr. Fred's plans to kill the monster, nerd hero Bernard and his friends Laverne and Hoagie must save the day to do so a little time traveling is needed using dr fred's technology with sometimes disastrous results can you name this synopsis as mad as i kind of butchered it so um i think i know what this is but i don't remember the title so it was not going to do me any good but i'll i'll describe it it's a video game okay you're, you're uh, right there from probably the 90s maybe even late 80s that was about ner- yeah basically it was about nerds and i remember the cover is like the guy with glasses yeah. and everything you you got it um, i know you know it but i cannot remember what the name of this game is for the life of me so i'm gonna have to see and you just let me know what it is okay you you described it so I'm, i would give you like partial credit if sure. this was a pass fail i would technically have to fail you since you're yes. not putting down the right answer yeah, but if it's a grade you get like a C for. I know what it is. It's just been. So, it's, it's. How about I'm just gonna give you. Okay, so I'm just gonna give you one word. Okay. Day. Fill in the blank. It's Day of the Tentacle. Okay. Yeah, it was off. It's the sequel to the um, the game that came out in like I think '87, uh, Maniac Mansion, mm. and this is the sequel to it, Day of the Tentacle. Lucas Arts. Yep. 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 I who remember that. Brought you Howard the Duck. <laughs> well, all right. Um. Day of the Tentacle. I will accept that loss because I could not think of it. But I did know what you were talking about, and I remember the the, the picture of the, the, the white dude with glasses on it. Running away. Yeah. Like, 
he's like in a white shirt and bow tie or whatever. Yeah. I do remember that. All right. Well, thank you for that. That was a good one, actually. I, I appreciate you stepping it up and giving me a hard one, even though I didn't get it. Oh, I'll give you a hard one, bro. Now, I want to play you an awesome quote in geek history. Now, I was thinking to myself, you know what game had some awesome humor in it? And that was Bulletstorm. You know, kind of just a sleeper rem- hit. Well, and they just remade it. They just remastered yes. it. And so I was like, you know what? I I, I didn't play the remaster, but it, I I know that it's at least fresh on people's minds. So I remember the I'm going to go back a few years, and I'm going to play you one of the funniest quotes I just remember from Bulletstorm. Oh, listen, lady, please. We've been stuck here forever. Help us get an evac off world. Yeah, go fuck yourself. You shit piles give chase. I will kill your dicks. What? What does that even mean? You're going to kill my dick? I'll kill your dick. How about that, huh? Doesn't make any sense. I love it, though. Like, that's just the kind of back and forth that you might actually find with some people just being assholes to each other. And this game was off color off the wall it was purposely done so not only in the gameplay but just some of the characters and words spoken also from uh epic games i believe was it yeah pretty sure okay yeah same people who brought you gears of war and other titles well that about wraps it up for us today it really does so if you'd like any of what you heard if you hate any of what you heard won't you let us know you can do so by reaching out to us you can rate us any way you feel like letting us know that you're listening it's greatly appreciated Check us out at Twitter, at RandomFandomWBB. And we also have uh, an email. You can just shoot us any sort of questions or comments. Or uh, disagreements. Hence why we did our bottom top 10. That doesn't make sense. Our worst. Our top 10 worst comic Thank book you. based movies, <laughs> you uh, would say. Anyway, so so yes, please reach out to us at RandomFandomCast at gmail.com. Check out all our previous episodes on your favorite podcast app so until you hear from us again i want to personally thank you for being a fan of our fandom yeah thank you and uh stay geeky everyone i know it sounds worse but i just can't play a game that is leaving me in sorrow Seems that I need a game that can hold my hand I want to finish by tomorrow Yeah I play on easy To me I don't find it boring I play on easy I play on easy
Thanks for listening. listening.